Getting ready, getting ready, getting ready now. Getting ready, getting ready, getting ready now. What's up? It's your brother, your cousin, your uncle, your nephew, your friend. But I can't be your son. It's your kinfolk, William Jewel. L, L, and this is articulating. This is articulating. Rap, 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 rap. Back again. Back again. So, yes, I, I took some time off. I took a couple days off because I had to get my health back in order. Right, last episode, my voice was messed up. Then during this weekend, your boy was going through something, but now I'm back. I feel myself again. I feel very vibrant. Now I can use the inflections like I want to, and y'all can really hear the emphasis. Now I can talk like I want to, and y'all can really hear the emphasis. But happy Valentine's Day, right? Happy Valentine's Day to those loved ones out there, family, friends. Uh, we love y'all. You know, everybody needs someone, right? Everybody deserves love. And I hope everybody has that partner. I hope everybody has somebody they can go to and give them a hug or give them a kiss on the cheek. Like, I hope that everybody has a brother that can give them a handshake and give them a bare hug. Right, brothers, sisters, I hope that we all can just be together and love one another. So this is Valentine's Day. This is the day of love. Love your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Love the person that don't look like you. Love the person that don't come from the same community as you. And then you'll love life. And then you'll love the direction it's going because you're leading with love. You're leading with positivity, my brother. But I got to give it to y'all again. The Incline Press, right? The Incline Press. Make sure y'all get that copy, right? I wrote this book. I published it. I wrote this book and I self-published it in late August. Audiobook is out there on Apple Books. It's on Audible. Go to Amazon.com, but first go to my store, GodsWillFitness.com. Go to the shop and go look for the book, and you can get a signed copy, right? The Incline Press by Will Henry. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all for su supporting, right? It's a, It's been a lot of music dropping, and I got to get to it. I got to deliver what I, I really want to deliver, right? The main thing is the music. I talk about everything else because I talk about everything else. But the main thing is the music, and we got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And what it come out this past weekend, I heard a little bit of that Usher, right? I heard a little bit of that Fabio Four, and I heard a little bit of that Vultures, Kanye West, and Ty Dolla Sign. I heard about that new Boosie in the house, too. And, and Boosie was cooking. You know, we from the South. This Texas, so yes, I might have a little Southern bias. But everybody got respect for Boosie, right? They might not agree with everything he says. They might not agree with how he carries himself at time or maybe talk too much at time because we felt the same way about T.I. at one point too, right? But to me, those guys are legends. I just want to hear them talk that game. I just want to hear them talk with confidence, because they should be confident they're, they're kings in their own right. Right? But coming home, Usher, I'm going to make it quick because it's a lot of topics that I haven't been able to touch on that I really need to hit today. So I'm going to go through this music quick. Usher, 
it was a little bit longer album for my taste. Uh, I did like it, right? I did like that cold-blooded jam. You know, I did like some of the R&B music. But Usher, it, I, it didn't really fully grab my attention, right? It made me want to go listen to something else. It made me want to see what's else out there, right? So Usher, although I'm a fan of Usher, right? Big fan since middle school days, right? Since my way, since you make me wanna. Come on now. I've been a big Usher fan. Saw him at the Essence Fest. But Usher, I wanted a little bit more. Right, and it's not just R&B because I feel like you're beyond R&B. I feel like you're above R&B. You're a superstar. You're a megastar. You're a pop icon. You're Usher. Right? They talk about R. Kelly, but they don't give Usher the credit. That's how I feel about Usher. He's my R&B goat. He's my R&B king. Yes, and not Chris Brown. Right? I feel very strongly about Usher, but hey, it's not feeling strongly about this album coming home but i do like a couple songs good good i did like that song right the songs that uh ruin i did like that song and there are some songs sprinkled out there but i feel like this was a playlist the way they try to compare drake's music right a whole bunch of type of music so this music can satisfy the uh the appetite. This music can satisfy the appetite of each segment of their fan base, right? And if this music can satisfy each segment of their fan base, then it could be on the playlist. Then it could be widespread on playlists. So I believe that's what this type of album was. It was more of a playlist album as well. So we listened to the Drake album, right? Uh, all the dogs for all the dogs. I feel like Coming Home for Usher is kind of like a Drake album. It's a little bit of everything. His R&B fans, his pop fans, his EDM fans, right? So I believe that this is a little bit of everything for his fan base. And so he can be on all the playlists. Obviously, Apple was behind it. They was behind the Super Bowl performance as well. Apple, Apple was behind this album and they really pushed it. So I believe this will be great for playlists that are on Apple Spotify or any streaming service, I believe this will be on those playlists, right? And then we go to Fabio Foreign, right? I said I got a Southern bias. I said I'm, I'm from Texas. I mean, we in Dallas, but I'm from Waco. I said I'm from Texas, right? But I listen to Fabio, right? I listen to the New York Drill. I understand what they be talking about. And I saw some of his interviews with Matt Hoffa. So I feel like I like the energy that Fabio gives off. I feel like that's somebody I can relate to, right? Because he agreed with me when I said that female rapper beef is not going to lead to anything. I said that on the show before he said that on the interview, right? So I like Fabio. Oh, and I like the song he did with Meek Mill, same 24 hours. But with this Fabio record, we get a lot of drill, right? And... There was only two songs on this album that weren't features, right? There were only two songs on this album that weren't features. And I'm sure 80% of this album is drill, right? And, and to me, drill gets redundant. Sometimes it can sound like the same beat. 
You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's going to be different, right? But it's got that, like, EDM flavor. It got that one, thum, 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 thum. like, dunce, dunce, dunce. it got like that to it. It got that type of beat to it. So with drill, it's like, all right, I know you got drill, but you from New York. Man, y'all letting uh, Griselda get on all y'all beats and none of these New York rappers gonna try to hop on one of those Alchemist beats? Right? Come on, y'all gotta get on one of these beats. And Fabio, you did good, brother. You did a great job. But like I said, I want to see the creativity. Like I said, I, I want to see what y'all gonna do a little bit differently in this rap game and take these risks. Right? That's my whole advice for some of these rappers. Take these risks. Right? You see what Beyonce doing? She getting on her country music. 16 carriages riding away. You know what I'm saying? You see what Beyonce doing? She taking the risk. That's what superstars do. That's what greatness do. They don't stay in that same lane. They take the risk, and that's why they're great. Kendrick, Cole, Drake. Come on now. they Usher, he's taking the risk. Don't take the risk and not be great. So, Fabio, take the risk, right? And you're from New York, so you're making a New York sound. Just like I talked about Fredo. He's making that same southern bop sound from Louisiana, right? Try something different. Get out of your comfort zone and take a risk, right? Because the reward could be high. And if you're not rewarded, at least you can say, I tried it, right? That means all the stones will be turned over, right? And then you can see nothing's there, right? But uh, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> that's how I feel about that Fabio album. Uh, the the next album I want to talk about is Vultures, Kanye. But I feel like Ty Dollar song really deserves the flowers, right? We talk about the Kanye beats, and they. They saying that the production is really there. The production, the production is good. Right? It's Kanye, right? Production is good, but it's really Ty Dolla Sign that really brings this album together. That really gives this album that texture. The real substance of this album is through Ty Dolla Sign. So I feel like he kind of did. What Drake did to 21 Savage when he was on her loss. I feel like Ty Dolla Sign took over this album. Right? And that Freddie Gibb verse. Ooh, back to me. That Freddie Gibb verse. Man, Freddie is that guy. Right? Benny the Butcher can't do that. And there's also been a meme going around said that Schoolboy Q said... Freddie Gibbs smoked him on his own song. Freddie Gibbs is really gifted with this rapping stuff. So, man, it was a long time coming. The Vultures won. We was hearing about it. Then it was there. Then it wasn't. We was, we was waiting to see what it was going to sound like. And the first time I cut it on, like, I was really in that vibe. I was really in the spaceship. I was really floating. I could see some of the constellations. I, I could see the stars like this music was magical and the warmth of Ty Dolla Sign's voice on the production of Kanye West 
I believe that was the masterpiece. That was the chemistry. As I said before, when we talked about the Alchemist and Hit Boy album, as I said before, when these different materials come together, they complement each other. But when you have the same materials, it just sounds too stuffy. When you got different elements, you know what I'm saying? When you got the yin and the yang, that's when the chemistry is that much potent. That's when the chemistry is that much better. But when you got two yangs and two yings and they trying to hang out together, then it's just, ah, it's bland. So I believe when we mixed both of Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign, this is what we got. Shout out to Dirk. I like the Dirk, uh, I like the Dirk feature as well. Shout out to Dirk. So Vultures, right? Great album. Great album. I put it at second right now under the 21 Savage album. I got Benny at third. So that's my range right there. That's my number right there. I got uh I got 21 Savage first. I got Kanye West second. And I got Benny Butcher third. Those are my album of the years right now. Those are the three albums of the years. Right? And uh New Boosie. I was scrolling down Facebook, right? Yes, I be on Facebook. I was scrolling down Facebook. So my kinfolk say something about that new Boosie fire, my partner, Dr. Rocket Williams. He said, hey, did you hear that new Boosie? He said it was fire. So I was like, okay, let me see what Boosie talking about. Because Boosie always got a couple of songs from his albums that I really like. And my advice to everyone is always give the legends your ear. No matter if they disappoint you on certain albums, they're going to show you something of themselves that you remember from the past. They're going to show you something of why you fell in love with them. So always give the legends your ear. I just believe that smart and boosty top five straight out the gate was giving us that fire and scroll down, scroll down. It's, it's crazy because, you know, I, I'm scrolling down Facebook and I saw the album. But man, Boosie, I really I really appreciate what Boosie did. And I'm going to name off the songs because I'm going to show Boosie love. Right? He's not those big artists. Right? I like top five. Number two type shit. Three, all right. Four, scroll down. Stripes. I really like Stripes. And then Mama with Hurricane Chris. Those are the songs that I really like from this album. So I feel like the first four, you go to Stripes and you go to Mama. And then probably where we living in. Copyright infringement too. So, all right. Now I'm thinking about the songs, right? The copyright infringement. He he went in on boys on Rod Wave on uh, copyright infringement. So... And Hurricane Chris, man, he was re very refreshing to hear. Hurricane Chris, because we from the South, right? This is Southern bias. Just like y'all talk about MC such and such up north, right? Hurricane Chris is one of those Southern legends, like in his own right. Hey, baby, 5150. So uh, he was very refreshing to hear on that boost. He was very refreshing to hear. I think he sounded good and... Man, that that was a good album. So I feel like that was a good album from Boosie. You know, uh, the last couple albums was okay from him too. But the production was there. It was a couple songs. Boosie, he be singing a little bit too much when it don't even need it. 
right? When they don't even need it. Because the hooks, I feel like sometimes his hooks is a little iffy when he sings. So sometimes when he does an album, he does a few songs when he's singing and stuff like that. And his tone doesn't sound that good. So I feel like it takes away from those songs, but he be having good verses on those songs. He just laid down a bad hook and not necessarily bad, but with his voice, you know, he need to try some alternative routes. I would say probably get somebody to sing some hooks, lady or God, just have two people interchange or maybe somebody sing with you, right? To help improve the sound quality of that, right? You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out Boosie in the house too. Boosie and the Beast. Alright. But uh let's keep it moving and grooving because I'm not losing. Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Man. Did y'all watch the Super Bowl? Did y'all watch the Kansas City Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers? Did you watch the matchup between Patrick Mahomes the second and Brock Purdy? Did you see those defenses, right? Did you see like how stiff it was in that first half, right? Because people don't like the defense. They didn't care about that first half. But that first half when you saw that defense out there, as a defensive player, I was proud to see that. Right? They was being stingy out there. Right? Of course, there was turnovers. Right? Good defensive play. Teams made mistakes. But good defenses. Like, they win games. And you got to think about which defense made the stop when they needed. It seemed like every time the San Francisco 49ers needed to convert a tough third down, Spagnola would just send something at them like a blitz, right? And it was stuff out that play. They will be in a perfect lane where San Francisco was trying to throw it to, and it was stuff out the Niners, right, on those tough third downs. And then eventually I feel like Pat Mahomes did what Pat Mahomes does, right? And I said I would never bet on Mahomes, right? He's a Texas boy, Texas Tech Raiders, right? He's a Texas boy, so I got love for him, right? I'll never bet against him. He's a he's a great player, right? Is he the GOAT? I feel like he's the best person we've seen play the quarterback position. He's played the quarterback position the best we've ever seen, however you want to say it, right? But he's not Brady. He's not a seven-time championship quarterback, right? No. And Peyton Manning, that was my GOAT. Peyton Manning was my GOAT. And I had to surrender the notion that he really is the GOAT of all quarterbacks because Tom Brady is the overall better one, right? He won in a clutch, Tom, and he kept on winning, and he extended his career. Tom Brady was still playing when Peyton Manning got into the Hall of Fame. But Peyton, that will forever be my goal. I'll, ever, I'll forever have love for Peyton Manning. But I don't believe Mahomes is the GOAT. I do believe he has to pull off the seven wins or even more, right? Or he has to go to LeBron route and 
pad the stats up. But you got to understand, the dude played till he was 43 years old. Is Pat willing to do that, or is he willing to be okay with retiring on his own watch and then being okay to what people, you know, want to dissect about his career? And Brock Purdy, they're still making those game manager whispers. Brock Purdy, they still lurking around saying you a game manager. They they want to agree with their homeboy Cam Newton. They want to agree with their favorite player from back in the day. They want to agree with their quarterback from back in the day. And Cam Newton, you were my QB too. Right? You were my quarterback too. And you still are, but I don't agree with you. Y'all whispering, Brock Purdy is a game manager. He didn't win. Jimmy G didn't win. And Brock Purdy did miss some throws. But we seen them make it when they needed it. We seen them come through when they needed it. It was just a Super Bowl. He wasn't ready. It was just his second year in the league. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not the greatest. But look at his record. Look at his playoff record in these two years. Brock Purdy. He's more than a game manager. He's an all-American guy. <laughs> right? Brock Purdy. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. You want to agree with Cam. Or maybe you don't like Purdy. Right? Either or. So I see why people are calling him game managers. But I feel like people are always in a group thing. Right? If somebody say something, then... If they cool enough, if they popular enough, then they'll be like, hey, yeah, yeah, they right, they right. They won't think for themselves. Like, if you tell me something, I'm not going to, like, agree with you off top. I'm going to listen to what you said, and then I'm going to try to understand it. And if it doesn't make sense, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah. But I'm not really going to pay attention to it, so. Man, that's this is my conclusion. Uh, the Usher halftime, right? We still gotta talk. It's still a lot to talk about. The Usher halftime. I didn't like him starting in the grass, right? But I like what he did with Jermaine Dupree, right? Who they roasted about how he was dressed. I like what he did with her, you know, as she was playing on the good talk. I like what he did with Little John. Turned down for what? I, I like what he did with Will I Am with the robot cap on. I like what he did with Luda, right? I like the halftime show, but most of all, I like what he did with Alicia. My boo, I love what he did with those keys. He wanted to dance the night away with her, and I would be a fool not to want to either, right? Because she was in that red dress looking so great. Looking like a velvet cake. She was in that red dress. That cherry red. Right? And she looked honorable for Swiss Beats. Right? She's doing this for her career. She's doing this for her legacy. This is a great opportunity. Right? This is just a performance. And this is what stars do when it's time to be on stage. Hey, she was an honorable woman. She is an honorable woman. She doesn't deserve this backlash. Usher doesn't deserve this backlash either. 
Y'all still worried about him from Kiki Palmer. She just got caught up in the mix. She just got, she just forgot that this was a show. It wasn't her reality. But her boyfriend sure did remind her on Twitter, didn't he? That's not the type of outfit that a mother with kids should be wearing outside the house. He's such a controlling man. They say he's so misogynistic to be even thinking that way, to even try to control a woman. But this was also a stain that was thrown on Usher as well. And he and he rubbed even more in when he did that song. When they did that video, that was distasteful, my brother. So, of course, when Usher did that, that's what came with that because we see Usher as a playboy, right? But Usher knows Swiss beats. He's a rough rider. Yeah. Get at him, dog. He was with X. DMX. X gonna give it to you. Huh? Right? We know Swiss beats was with rough riders, bro. So why is we thinking Swiss beats is sweet? He's not sweet beats. He's Swiss. And he stood up for the wife. And he honored her as well. Right? And he said these are two amazing giants putting on a great show. Bravo to them. And I think a lot of men and women needed to see Swiss do that. They thought he was going to come up small in that time. They thought he was going to be immature about what he said. But Swiss handled it maturely. And that's some... That's something that we can inspire to do. That's something that we can look up to as a community, as just men. Like, we see our wife do something or something happen, and we want to react all macho. But sometimes we got to be secure in who we are and what we really mean to her because we know our value. And I'm sorry, brother, if you don't know your value. I'm sorry, brother, if you don't know how much you're worth. How much your effort, how much your love, how much your time has worked to a real woman. I'm sorry, brother, if you don't know. But if you know how much it's worth, she not worried about you doing anything wrong. She not worried about you going to jail. She not worried about you spending too much money. She not worried about you not watching the kids. She not worried about you not paying the bills. She not worried. Yes. Know your value, brother. Right? And when you know your value, you can play like Swiss Beast. You can play like Swiss Beast did. And, uh, Shannon, Uncle Shay Shay. I gotta talk about him. Right? And Shay Shay, I'm not your nephew. I'm just your little cousin now. Like, I'm not your nephew. I'm just your little cousin. I'm your little kinfolk. Because. I wanted to look at you like a unk, but you be disappointing me. I wanted you to look, I wanted to look up to you like a unk, but you disappointed me. And they say, I'm trying to tear you down because I made a post on Facebook. No, bro, I ain't nobody. Like, Shannon, I wanted you to be my unk, but I couldn't trust you. Because Club Shay Shay liked that integrity that was there, right? That just pure comedy, pure laughter, not all these fake ass lies. 
Not all these fake ass stories. Not all these motherfuckers coming up on here complaining all the damn time about somebody did something to them. This is what it's become, bro. Get up there with a Kleenex. A box of Kleenex because y'all crying up there. And Monique, you a queen. I love Monique from the Parkers. I love Monique. But 50 Cent heard Monique. Right? Didn't he put her in BMF? We heard about Monique. So she didn't ever go unheard. But this is same thing is continuing to be revisited. And now you beefing with Mike Epps. Right? Because you're number one right now, Shannon. You're big time. And when you do stuff like that, you're going to be held accountable. People going to talk about you, bro. And, and that's what it is. But come on, Shannon. He's a comedian. That's it. Yes, he lied, but he lied for the sake of a joke. He lied to make the crowd laugh. Right? And I never said that you was gay. Right? I never questioned your sexuality. Right? That wasn't what was disappointing to me. Right? That's not why you disappointed me. I knew that was your stylist. I never questioned that. But you're trying to act like you didn't get mad because he said you look like mud deer. You did have that makeup on. You try to act like you didn't get mad because he said you will be looking at his balls. That's the part of the joke that agitated you. You acting like you got mad because he, he lied on your name. Right? But we know it was about something else. Correct? Right? Because why else? And... and <clears throat> And Mike Epps has already came out and said that it was a lie, right? So what else you got to be mad about? But I think this is a good opportunity. I think this is a good opportunity for them to do a show, right? Mike Epps is about to go on tour for comedy. I think this is a good opportunity for Shay Shay to get some more views. But come on, these views, right? That Let them not be counterfeit. Because I feel like people just coming out there and saying outrageous stuff and it's driving up the views. But it's not authentic. It's not real. It's not verified. We can't fact check all these things. Right? So, man, Club Shay Shay is not the same club, right? You know what I'm saying? They just letting anybody in. They just letting any mess in. They just letting that bullshit walk up in there. And I don't want to see it as a patron. I don't want to see it when I'm at the bar. Right? I don't want to see it when I'm on the dance floor of the club. Right? Because it's shit on the floor. So, I'm not coming at you from a negative standpoint, Shannon. I'm not coming at Shannon at a negative standpoint. People, I'm just saying, like, sometimes he disappoints me. Right? He disappoints me. He went out and tried to fight the Memphis Grizzlies, then got on TV a few days later trying to tell Ja, hey, bro, you don't need to be carrying a gun. Which he was right to tell him, but after you acted a donkey, you gonna try to come back and turn around and try to tell him what to do when you couldn't even control your emotions? But come on, man. Like, 
I get it, Shay Sharp. I get it, Shay Sharp. It's hard to be number one in this business. It's hard to be at the top. Right? So, you know, just keep doing your thing. Ain't no uncle and nephew. We just cousins. Right? So, man, I hope y'all had a good time with me. I hope y'all had a good talk with me. I hope. You know what I'm saying? I fulfill what you wanted to hear about these rap albums, these music that came out recently. Shout out Beyonce, too. She dropped something. Uh, hearts and prayers uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs, right? And what happened at the parade, right? I don't want to get too dark. I don't want to get too somber. But prayers out to everyone over there in Union Station, right? And this is... Your brother, your cousin, your uncle, your nephew, but I can't be your son. It's your kinfolk, William Jewel, Jewel, Jewel. And this is Articulating. This is Articulating. Rap, rap, rap. <laughs>